that looks better or or whatever or even provides better but does he get her does he understand her does he does he uh you know does he know when to listen versus try to give advice or try to solve a problem sometimes women just want to vent they don't want you to try to solve it like does he understand the different nuances in, within her not every not everybody can do that and so i think overall i'd rather be needed than wanted because wanted is bleeding What up, what up, what up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop-style podcast. I am Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Ferg. Join my co-hosts, Buff and Rizzy. Fellas, tell them what's on your minds. No means no. All right? Uh, okay. The <laughs> no, first no. nine times, or...? I think we're up to 11. I think the first 11 times. No no means no. But now nah, I'm just having fun with the fact that we kind of briefly mentioned it last week that uh, I said this McCarthy may have trouble becoming speaker, but I didn't know it was going to be like this. <laughs> so uh, explain to the t- listeners, though. Did, did he, he think he had it in the bag? Like he just assumed that he was the man? So I don't think he ever thought he had it in the bag, but I like. I think he felt like he would eventually get to 218. Like he knew he didn't have like 225 or 230, anything like that. But I think, cause he's already moved into the office. Like he's already moved into the speaker's office for now. So, so, so make me laugh. But are we supposed to know that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's no, it's, it's no, it's no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So he is um, negotiating with people that just clearly do not want him to be speaker, no matter what concessions he makes to them. And the, the fear is for some Republicans, if he starts making too many concessions to them, then those 199 people that are consistently voting for him, they may start falling off. And so you've seen them nominate people like Byron Donald, um, a couple more members. I, I saw Trump even got a vote. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's been crazy to watch. Uh, first time it's happened since 1923. Um, we've already passed that. I think they had eight votes in 1990, 1923. And uh, so now we're like somewhere in the 1800s, the last time we had this many votes. The, the record is 133 votes. So they still got a long ways to go for that. Hold my that, beer. That took two months. <laughs> so we, we've we had three days, so we'll see what happens, man. So but, what happens if we don't get a speaker? At some point, if, if like, the people that decided not to vote for him, they just say, we're not voting for him, we're not, then they're probably going to start convincing more members to vote present, which brings down the threshold of how many total votes he needs. But, but even that's dangerous because right now Jeffries has a consistent 212. Yeah. So if they bring it down too low, then they're going to have a Democratic speaker in a Republican House. So yeah. who was it? Oh, uh, girl, somebody got up there and was like, "You, we will not have a Democratic speaker in a Republican-led yeah, House. Yeah, uh, and she yeah, was like serious that. about that. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's, it's been fun, man. I, I've never... <laughs> had fun watching this before so um but this is the first are, time are this happened sick? in tv it's, it's the first time this happened in tv you know the tv era mm-hmm. and are you secretly wishing every time he goes like come on can we get to 13 <laughs> can we get to 16 that, that's not a crazy point like he's been losing votes like mm-hmm. i think he got up to what 
two. I think the most he's got eight, is, right? yeah, so, something like that. And now he's down. Last I saw to two hundred. So they're gonna have to work something out eventually. But they can't do any business until they have a speaker. Yeah, so the, the new the new people can't get sworn in right, until they do yeah, that. Like, yeah. there's a lot of things that can't happen until they do that. Uh, so, so it's it's crazy. And if you're somebody that's saying, well, there's no business going on right now, right now, members can't even go to uh, classified briefings. Like some members had scheduled briefings with the Pentagon and CIA and things like that. They can't go to those right now. So because they got to be on the house so they can vote. They uh, The longer it goes, it becomes a bigger deal. So So how does like how do they force him to say, dude, you're not. I'm surprised that hasn't come up. Like you got Scalise, who I think probably could get some votes um so i'm surprised that hasn't come up sooner but we'll we'll see we'll see i think right now it's a matter of who's going to blink first because those consistent 200 don't want to cave in to this 20 they're like we're not going to let 20 people dictate what we do but at some point somebody's going to have to blink so uh, and I don't think it's going to be that 20 because those are the radical right. Well, so, like, in that 20, so in that 20, you make and pluck out some, but there's a core probably five to eight that are not ever going to cave. And he can only afford to lose four. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out, man. Um, I did want to get to two other things. Uh, I'm sure you guys are going to touch on them too. First off, prayers up as soon as we went off. As soon as our episode dropped later that day, Buffalo Bills game, Monday Night Football. So, I mean, I don't even know how to describe it, man. It's just scary. I think it's safe to say we literally had a player that that died on the field for a few seconds and we yeah. revived. So prayers up to DeMar Hamblin as we record now. He is able to communicate by writing. And the first question he asked was who won. So I'm just glad that he's making progress. Don't care if he ever plays football again. Right now, I just care about him making that full recovery. And then we'll go from there. I definitely would like to see him play. I know that's his dream. But what's most important is his life. Uh, And surrounding that, we had people that said some pretty inconsiderate things. And one of those people was Skip Bayless. Now, we didn't get on him when he, because he disrespected Shannon Sharp about a month ago yep. over Disres- Tom Brady. Disrespected the hell out of Shannon. And we didn't even touch on it. We let that go. But then this time, Shannon did not even come to work that next day. And when he did come, he wanted to give a monologue. Skip interrupted him. And we just had some real live, on air, real tension, which is entertaining for us. But at the same time, it's like, who's running that show? Like Shannon is a co-host of, I assume is one of your popular shows and nobody's going to step in and, and check skip on this. I mean, the disrespect is getting out of hand. So I just want to Shannon will be gone soon. Shannon will be gone. Think about it. He's way talented. Way talented. Skip's appeal is that he is pulverized. Like he says things that, you know, people are like, I can't believe he said that, but Shannon is the more talented one. He makes yeah. better points. He articulates. He's more entertaining. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. It's simple. Like, Skip is more shocking all. Like, yeah. you can watch 10 minutes like, okay. And then he'll say something like, did he just say like, you? you he's going to say something you're just waiting for. You're waiting for mm-hmm. the buildup. Mm-hmm. Shannon's going to be entertaining. He's going to pull out his yak. You know. <laughs> I, I would respect, you know, Skip calls athletes names. He he probably goes out of bounds with how he criticized I would be okay with that 
if he was okay with getting it back. But when it's dished at him, like when Jalen Rose called him Water Pistol Pete, they had a whole entire episode dedicated the next day to, to apologize. Where to not just apologize, but like explain how Skip fell, felt and why he felt that way. It happened again when Kevin Durant called him out on something. So he can't take it. He gets in his feelings, but he dishes it all day. And that, oh, that's, yeah. That's, that's what happened with Shannon, though. He got in his feelings when Shannon kind of turned the table on him. Yeah. And then, but no, you know, his his comment, he said people took it out of context. And if you, it's just, it was just worded very weird. Yeah, and yeah. the way it was worded, like he can go back and say that's not what I meant because it was weird worded. So <sighs> it was just a stupid comment. Like you just have to be more careful what what you put out there, especially in the uh, the Twitter sphere because it 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 never dies, and it's a lot easier to misunderstand what somebody's saying in text. Now, if he would have said that maybe out loud in a different way, you heard the pauses and the, you know, the um, like you, you might have got his his point or if his the point that he said he was trying to make a little better. But speaking of that, but it was just another thing with DeMar Hamlin. You know, you said you hope, you know, you don't care if he ever plays football again. My biggest thing is, of course, his health. But, you know, with the NFL and their contracts and. Yeah, he hadn't even re- he hadn't even reached his pension uh, break, th- uh, you know, holdout yeah, period. Like, so he he doesn't get any of that. Uh, his <laughs> the disability is super low. I think it's like four thousand dollars a month. It's it's <laughs> bad when it comes to this. I mean, the the players association or players union should really take a, a relook at that and be like, no, if it happens, I understand if you get maybe in practice or even you know off of duty but if it happens like this in a game or something like that i think there needs to be something where hey at least your contract is 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 uh honored, you know, honored or yeah that's guaranteed something where you know you you have a chance to get back on your feet and figure it out yeah i mean that dude i think his contract for the year was 160 like, it was like 800 was making- 800 it, 160 was his uh that was his bonus Okay. Okay. So he was like right he, at a million, and it's not about how much oh, he made a million dollars. He should be happy. It's just the fact that with medical expenses and everything, and you know his life afterwards, depending on what happens, that money could be ate up really quickly. And um, it's just sad that you, you kind of what I was saying last week. You know, we put ourselves out there and we do these things, and we always talk about. You know, you always hear like that job don't need you. You die tomorrow. Mm-hmm. they'll replace you it's almost that same situation where if this in this case this young man nearly lost his life and the nfl pause and everybody's feeling you know hopeful and prayerful and supportive but the nfl is going to continue the game's going to go on the team's going to do what they do and the person who's most affected is going to be that young man and it depends on how the nfl and things are set up to take care of him and back to that, you know, your job's going to, you can die tomorrow, your job's going to replace you. You know, is it worth it, all the things you're doing? So, yeah, that made your question last week so timely with Tua yeah. and everything, man. Yeah, because it's happening. I mean, but it happens on so many different things. It's just, you keep looking at it, you know, it's, it's big because you see it on the TV, but it's happening every day. Mm-hmm. You know, um, companies don't shut down because the HR lady died. 
right? It it doesn't happen. You know, they 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 sign some cards, send some flowers to the family. A couple of people go to the funeral, and there's a job wreck right out there. Some they already they already have somebody up from uh, training uh, the practice squad replacing them. Hey, I mean, it only have to be the HR. They could be the top guy. Steve Jobs died, and the iPhones were still selling. Yeah, I mean, it don't matter. Yeah, yeah. one monkey don't stop no show, as okay, uh, King my- George says. Yeah. So, Goody Mob said that. No, I'm just playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> what you got, Rising? Um, let's see. Uh, you, you, you that Demar Hamilton. I was going to talk about that, but the Hamilton. other thing I was Hamlin, yeah. Um, the other thing that I was uh, going to talk about was uh, it's tax time. Taxes are coming. <laughs> so, uh, ladies, I'm going to put y'all up on game. Go ahead and buy y'all tires now because um, they probably bought. Oh, uh, wow. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> I say that because, you know, I just had to buy some for Haley. Um, <laughs> go ahead and buy some tires. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, so you bought them? Cause you I, told I, did, us you I, go, I did. I did. I did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying we we had to go get some tires for Haley. Okay. Um, okay. So, so okay. I did split them I, I, because she was only gonna buy two, so I went ahead and bought the other two. Uh, no, well, one because ahead. it was basically buy buy three get one free. So I was like, it don't make no sense for you to just get two. So, go, but she was adamant about only getting two. So I tried to talk Damn. into it. So I went ahead and paid for the extra so she can get the the full set. But yeah. Uh, so buy some tires but every year I go on my rant about what you can do with your tax returns so I wanted to kind of bring that back around full circle um, if you guys need some help with your credit or something like that take your tax return go to the bank get a CD secured loan you walk in with $5,000 you walk out with $5,000 it's very very simple um, and and so you can do interest only payments on the loan it builds your credit you still got that $5,000 uh, and you know you can do whatever you need to do pay some tax pay some you know uh, bills off catch bills up do whatever you need to do whatever you normally would but now you have a loan that can really help you get your uh, credit back right uh, and then after the 12 months if you do a 12 month CD secured loan you go ahead and pay that off. Maybe your next tax return or, uh, you know, you use the money in the CD to pay the loan off, whatever you have to do. But either way it goes, it's a good way to get your uh, credit right uh, and not really lose anything because you walk in with the same amount that you walk out with. Uh, So just want to throw that out there, man. Uh, Use your taxes wisely. Uh, Don't just go buy new cars. That's going to get repoed in three months or anything like that. Um, I'm not saying anybody would, but we've seen it happen plenty of times. So uh, don't do that. So that's all I got, man. Okay. Um, don't have much. Just happy to be here, you know, with everything going on coming into the new year. How was your New Year's Eve and weekend, fellas? Doing anything special? No, nah, we was here and watched the countdown. That was it. Yeah, I actually stayed up. I, I was up at midnight. So that's, you know, a big woohoo. You sound so old. <laughs> I am old. It's so old. You had the beach house, right? Yeah, we um, a group of us went out and did a beach house with the uh, the wives and kids for the weekend. So it was four families, and we just had fun. And it was four families. I think it was like seven or eight kids, and we just just had a blast. You know, the kids were around the same age, and everybody played, and we we ate good, drank good, and just brought in the new years. Every, it was it was it was just. It was peaceful. I needed that. I, I mean, to the point where um, I usually want to last people up. I stay, I host, entertain, and stuff like that. 
we we left Monday morning. So Sunday night, like I passed out on the couch. Like people were so surprised to see me just that relax and pass out because I'm just never that guy, you know. And but it was relaxing. I needed it. It was tough coming back, you know, to work Tuesday though. But outside of that, but we had fun. The kids. We tried to go to the space center. They were taxing and doing something crazy, but we we ended up taking the kids a couple of things. But you know, it was fun. It was a last minute thing, luckily, because you know I would overthought it and probably talked myself out of it. So, outside of that, any good shows? Have you guys caught up on the Best Man finale? Is that what it is? Yeah, the final chapters. Final Final chapter. Yeah. 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 I've still got a couple. I got like one or two episodes left. Um, anything else good out there? Uh, Quantum Leap back. To... So, you know, the, it, yeah, it came back. So the, the latest episode's really good. So if you want, you know, kind of something you can watch um, normally, uh, that's good. But uh, there's a new uh, show out on Netflix called Kaleidoscope, where you can watch it in any order. And the order that you watch it changes how you view everything that's going on in the show. So there, there's like over 2000 ways that you, or, you know, series of, of watching it. And uh, every time it's a little different, like you'll get a different take on it. So you mean you 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 pick the episodes who say I, I start with episode three mm-hmm. and then I could go to episode six or it will send me to episode six or how you can go work? to episode six. So you pick which order uh, that you want. I haven't watched it yet. I was going to start it this weekend, uh, but that's kind of the the intent is that you pick which order you're going to watch it in and then it changes how you see things. So it's like a choose your own adventure on steroids. Yeah, pretty Cause much. It's, it's just because it's, it's, it's kind of that's a crazy concept. I got to watch it now. Yeah. Um, oh, and the Witcher new what is it new beginning new blood or something like that new have blood, you seen that yeah 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 i haven't watched it yet um but allison said it's really really good and if you liked the lord of the rings and game of thrones and stuff um willow on disney is actually really really good uh it, it ends at a cliffhanger that's kind of annoying so if you don't want to be annoyed wait for the next season but it is a really good show it, i actually liked it better than i like lord of the rings well i went back and watched the movie doesn't hold up well. The the movie does not hold up well, but they the did a good job of, of modernizing it and making it better. Okay. What okay. what's wrong with the movie now? It wasn't high quality then. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Think think uh He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. It's it's probably that quality, right? Your your CGI is very bad in it. The writing is stilted. The acting is bad. It's it's a cult classic and that's pretty much what you can kind of lean into with that yeah alrighty so let's go ahead and jump into it is uh, Sophie in the bed or oh she's still up she should be asleep but um, we just got back from Ollie playing his basketball oh man him, Ollie in his basketball um, he had fun that's all I'm gonna say uh, <laughs> that man he's not make buckets yet no he's definitely not make buckets uh, Oliver uh, he, he is he didn't understand the, the whole full court thing so he uh, got up under the goal and put his hands up and played good defense but then when they got the ball his team got the ball and they went to the other side of the court he was like well I'm just gonna sit back here 
and play defense still. So he never actually ran to the other side of the court. The entire like arena was screaming, Ollie run, because they heard us saying it. And Ollie turned around and waved at us because he thought we were like saying, go Ollie, like yay. But <laughs> he didn't get that we were saying run to the other side of the court. So <laughs> Was was Sophie cheering, telling him to run to? Like, was she more aware of what he should be doing? Uh, no, she she was uh, like playing Minecraft, so she was half paying okay. attention. So okay, and she already knew this. This is not my brother's uh ministry. No, he, but I, I will tell you, by the end of the game, you could see the growth because Ollie didn't touch basketball to sit four four to six weeks ago, and so you could see the growth from the beginning of the game to the end of the game. Like he was starting to figure out what he needed to do. So, so I, I, I by the end of the season, I think he's going to be okay. So tell them about the guys who've been t- who've been touching the ball though. <laughs> oh yeah, like finger rolling. These kids were finger rolling. Like one little kid yeah. threw like an eight year old three. Like it was it was you're step uh, back three year old step in all this stuff. <laughs> it was crazy. Like I don't understand. Uh, but that just it shows you like parents out there. Uh, it you know expose your kids early. Uh, so then when they do get to where they're eight, nine, uh, you know, they, they already kind of have it, it built into them and that muscle memory built in because Ollie's trying to build it now. Yeah, that, that's such a touchy subject because they're saying these kids, because they're starting so young, by the time they make it to like college or, you know, they've had a whole pro career, like the wear and tear on their knees after all the AAU games and stuff like that. Well, I, I say kids, exposed because, yeah, I agree. I, I, I think the whole playing multiple off-season seasons and the travel ball and the regular rec league and you know and then you're putting extra practices on them because you want them to be the best kid out there and stuff that's where i think it gets there but just like letting them play letting them go out and play early i think i don't think anything's wrong with that because you want your kids active you know i mean it's you you want them exercising you want them active you don't want them sedentary and especially with the the days of kids just playing nintendo switch all day long uh, you want to give them something to do. So uh, I, I think organized sports actually helps with that. Okay. So, but anyway, this let me a- go get Sophie. Nah, she she said she ain't got a joke and she's laying down. She's about to go to bed. Right. She got her bonnet on and everything. So <laughs> she deeped <with> us. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> uh, uh, Roger, so Sophie's sleep. Do you have a joke for us? Um, okay then um (laughs) (laughs) no i really don't so i did hear about it so we'll jump back into (laughs) you you got it you got it i mean i'm just trying to say no no i was just saying i I was just gonna say i heard a guy got he got fired from the calendar factory all he did was take a day off but you know that's that's it no no well, no, I mean even you know you messed up on that. I did, I did. So, I, I'll probably yeah, cut that one out. Yeah. Like I don't even like that one. Nah, it's so stupid. You should follow his lead. Says. You should have followed his lead. <laughs> Left that one out. Take a day off. <laughs> um. Well, we're back. You know, everybody's favorite uh, barbershop style podcast, Three Brothers No Sense. So let's go ahead and jump into the questions, the 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 meat and potatoes of it. So who wants to start? Mm. I'll, I'll go first today. I, okay. I, um, you know, I talk about taxes and people kind of going and buying charges and getting the stuff repoed and everything like that. Um, <laughs> but I, I know we are not immune to frivolous and and just random um, spending as well. So I want to know, buff fellas. No, that's that is correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, 
I want to know what's the most frivolous thing that you bought and instantly, like after you bought it, was like, why did I buy this? Or, or Buyer, like, buyer's remorse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the most random, like, oh my God, why did I get this? <laughs> mm. oh, I got to think on that one, bro. That's a tough question for me because, you know, I'm very frugal when it comes to that. Like, I'm a, it's hard for me to spend money. Uh, but th- th- you, you've done something, even if it's not something like, yeah, I'll, I'll answer mine um, first then to just kind of get the juices flowing or a couple of them because I, you know, I had a chance to think through it. Um, I mean, something small uh, was I randomly bought a Zoodler. Do you guys even know what a Zoodler is? It's like um, what you use to make zucchini into noodles. Oh. the little spiral cut thing yeah, so yeah. I bought one of those one time so it was like just the most random thing um, and Buff you always bring it up but uh, that bull of a watch <laughs> oh yeah are you regretting that? <laughs> I have not, not necessarily regretted it but it was just one of those things that I didn't need that like you know when I got it in the oh. mail I was like this is cool but I was like I didn't need this like I really yeah. didn't need this like so it was that second guessing of it all it was just but I'm bad about that anyway, though. It's like just making the snip, snap decision. It's like I got the money, so why not? And just getting it. Uh, so I, I do that. Buying bottles. That's another one that's probably really frivolous. But I do that every once in a while. But I think the only thing I could think of... Um... I, I hate when I go to a very, very upscale restaurant and spend money and the food isn't that great. Oh, it's mid. That's that's a huge regret. That's I'm like, man, I could have just I could have just went to five guys. Well, five guys high as hell too. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, like, you know, uh like the birthday dinner I took Tabon, I took her to True Lux. And we love True Lux in Miami. We went there last year during our uh, Allison's birthday. Took her there for Mother's Day. Man, great experience. Everything was great. Um, matter of fact, we had gone there before when I went there a few months earlier for my birthday and we had gotten takeout and y'all know takeout is never as good as it is in the restaurant. And the takeout was so good. I was like, yo, when we come back, we got to go to the restaurant. It's probably going to be even more busting. And it was. So we got one here, like I think last year or a couple of years ago. I was like, yo, I told her we have a true Lux here in D.C. So I took her there for her birthday. And I, I, maybe it's the chef or something. I don't know, but they need to take some pointers from the one in Miami because the one up here was trash. <laughs> I mean, it was it was like the, the lobster mac and cheese looked like it was made with Velveeta. And it, it just it was it was bad. It wasn't good. It was mid. So but most of the stuff I buy, and I bought some overpriced stuff. Like we we was talking in our text thread about what shoes we're gonna wear to the sneaker ball. And I told these gentlemen what I'm wearing. I don't regret it. <laughs> 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 At all. So I buy some high price stuff, but I, I rarely regret and and like I know Ferg always says he agonizes over purchase. I do too, but I usually reach the conclusion that okay, I want it. Like uh that backpack that I wanted, I kept telling y'all I wanted. Mm-hmm. I think it took me like two years to get it. Overpriced, expensive, but I got it and I like it. Yeah. I don't regret it. So so, so nothing you've never like just bought something and maybe not a regret but just was like even when you had it or, or wore it or whatever or used it you're like I really didn't need this or I don't need this I'll say this the M4 
Not immediately. Yeah. But when I first got that itch. <laughs> but it wore off quickly. And like when my Tahoe went down and I had to drive it every day, like DC got some fed up streaks. So driving that in every day, it was like, I don't know, you just kind of get used to it. And it's like, eh, it's a car. And then like I remember one of my coworkers was like, man, you get that M4, you're gonna have too much kitty cat thrown at you, man. And women gonna be jogging. That's not how it works. Or not for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know who gave me the most compliments on that car? Dude. Dude. <laughs> not one. Because, because it was an M4, but to, uh, like, I don't want to be sexist. Rosie already was with the, uh, the ball tire joke earlier. But, like, most women that I've come across, at least, most women don't aren't into cars like that. Like, they know a nice car when they see it. So I had an M4. But it could have easily been just a BMW 4 Series. They don't know mm-hmm. the difference. Right. Like, which is like twenty dollars or $30,000 less. So to them, it's just like, oh, he got a BMW. How nice. Not like, oh, he has an M4. Wow. Right, right. No. They, they, they know Lamborghinis and Ferraris <laughs> yes. and Corvettes yeah, exactly. and stuff exactly. like that. That's that's what gets you that. Like, an M4 <laughs> is not going to get you that. Right? <laughs> so, so, yeah. So I didn't, I, I don't want to say I regret it, but just like... The longer I had it, it was like, oh, okay, it's it's a car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for me, it's hard to think. So I think the closest thing will be very similar to Byron because I'm very, I'm very cost conscious. I'm very frugal for the most part. But when I'm in the moment, I'm in the moment. Mm-hmm. So like if we're going on vacation, it is what it is. You know, like, or we go out to eat. It is what it is. I'll just look up, and I'm saying, wait, is we'll go to, uh, we'll go to a nice front left restaurant. Like, happened to have a a lunch meeting today, and we went to True Lux. Oh. Luckily, it was on the company's dime, <laughs> but it was like, I, I I didn't really enjoy myself. And you know, I'll okay. take Z out. We'll go on a dinner, and it's just like, we'll look up, we'll spend money on food. Luckily, I guess the best thing is a lot of our our tab will be drinks because we will drink something nice and we're usually not uh, dissatisfied with the drinks but it was like man we spent all that money and she's like babe we could have stayed home you could have cooked this like your food is so much better and you're like you're right I wish you would have told me that two, three hundred dollars ago. You know, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know uh, um, it's different. You know, when you just and you just don't enjoy it, or just thinking you need something where you're gonna do it once. And I'm not gonna say regret it. So even if we were talking about what we're wearing for potentially wearing for the the ball. You know, I got a got a custom tux made for my my Bauer Newell. Paid a pity, pretty penny for it, and. I don't know the next time I wear it, and then I'll and the next time I wear it is it gonna fit the same way? Because things change, mm-hmm. you know. I could have bought, uh, I could have rented a tux or got a nice little tux and call it a day, but you know, um, I enjoyed it because I was able to say I I didn't really cut any cost, and for that one moment in my life, you know, for somebody who usually overthinks those things, I'm like, you know what. I'm going to be in the moment and stuff like that, but vacation, same way. I'll come back from Atlanta. I'll come back from Miami. And it's like, God dang. Cause I always look at my credit card bill. I try to go with a zero credit card bill before I leave. 
And when I come back, it's like we spent five hundred dollars on what? <laughs> you know, it, it it just you know. Or if yeah. I go somewhere with you guys and I get pre-pressured into something where wasn't on the agenda, like that, and we haven't done it yet, but it's like we should get jet skis. Jet skis was not in my budget, but hey, you know, it it's when in the moment, when in Rome. Yeah, we are bad about that. We do peer pressure into those frivolous yeah. type things. It's you like, we played on doing um True Let's got a restaurant on the sea where you can get on jet skis and eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's eat in the sky. Have y'all seen that one? Have y'all done would y'all do that? The no. whole like Mm-mm. no, Mm-mm. y'all wouldn't do that, the whole eating in the sky thing. So Mm-mm. I would. Well burger, was it worth it? You know what? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Maybe because I didn't have I didn't have the bacon and all the I didn't have we, the we split gold, it too. That, I think that, that, that made a big difference. Bacon, you know, yeah. Because you know what? It, it's it's really it's a two person meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Pretty much, you know. But uh, it's like it's not something I'm gonna get every time I go. But I don't reg- I don't regret it. It was cool. And plus, everybody was there to help. Oh yeah, the, the, the feeling, cool. you know. But yeah. we could have went to, we could have been at the Waffle House, and everybody would have been there. And <laughs> <laughs> not got golden crusted lobster wagyu beef. If anybody doesn't know what the whale burger is, uh, it right. it is it is the ultimate ultimate burger uh, that you can. But some of the small ones that a lot of people are kind of frivolous about is like some power tools and stuff. Guys who like, oh yeah, I'm oh, about yeah. to I'm about to buy a chop saw. And they use it like one time and then it's like never use it again or something like that. I, you see that a lot too. Just like this is just random. Spent my money on it, but you really didn't need it. So, oh, yeah. cameras, so that's another thing. People trying to start hobbies. Hobby stuff. Hobby stuff. <laughs> you know, like I'm about to work out. I'm going to get this pull up bar. So when I go out, you know, I'm in the gym, my bike, the pandemic was a perfect example of all the stuff we bought. Pull up bar, all the stuff. I got a heavy bag in the, in the garage. Probably got two hours worth of workout on that thing. <laughs> I've rode my bike once since 2020. One time. <laughs> Tires might be flat. You know, all those things. You know. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. All those things where you just like you you feel, man, I can, I'm about to get, man, I just watched this video. I can just, I can shred everything by just doing 200 pull-ups a day. <laughs> Did a pull-up since 1990. I don't know. So. That's a good question, Razi. What you got for us, Buff? Um, so uh, not long ago, I asked you guys about loyalty and respect. So it's kind of in that same vein. But when dating or looking for a mate, would you rather your young that young lady to want you or need you? You would rather be wanted or needed? I don't. And the policies at all, right? Like no, I mean, no, I, when I the way I think is because I've heard both answers, and maybe I'm looking at it the wrong way. Maybe I'm looking at it too literal. Um, because I think we talked about like independent women. People need. I don't think a grown woman or a, a grown up needs another grown up. Like I feel like if you weren't with me or before we were dating, I I, I just, I don't, I, I can't see a woman needing me in the way I think of somebody needing somebody like my kids need me. I would want somebody who wants me. So a prime example is, um, 
the wants that my wife has for me or for us is like she wants me to lead like it's not just i'm gonna I'm make a man feel like a man i'm gonna let him i'm gonna let him lead like she wants me to lead she wants those she wants for me to take that on and pray and wants me to do well and wants me to do those things um not because she needs it she gives me that space where i can lead i guess circle back to me i want to hear what you guys have to say because i think i'm thinking of it maybe a little too much what you got rising can i say both of them um no that's not a good answer because it it's which one do i want more i'll say want but i don't want to discount the need i don't ever want to be like saying that oh you don't need me right i mean i enjoy serving i enjoy coming through for my lady right i enjoy doing things for her that she may not be good at or not, might not be um the the have the the best outcome like she can do it but it's hard for her uh and i like being able to kind of be the you know put my cape on and be like babe i got you and and her need me with stuff a woman that doesn't need me at all you feel useless in the relationship and it's really, really difficult for y'all to make a bond. But, uh, but like what does that. she need you for, though? Like, give it, me It depends on it really depends on the woman. I'm not saying she she can't change a tire or or clean, cut the grass or change something or build something or whatever. But it's it's that that wanting to be needed. Right. Like, let me help you with something right like feeling needed is a big deal yeah so that's the thing like i don't i don't see that and maybe i'm looking at it too literally because her appreciating the things you bring to the table her appreciating the things that you how you make her life easier but she's capable of doing those things yeah yeah, and the thing about it is when when for me when you need me um and my ego put it as my ego wants to be needed because it, it, it makes me feel more secure my place feel more secure right like hey you know she ain't going away because she need me but if me and z broke up today things would change for her but she would survive she would thrive she would yeah. still be great yeah. and so but the thing about it is i i want her to acknowledge the things that i bring to the, the table the way i make her life easier and her to appreciate those things and um say you know what i this is great i wouldn't change it for the world but my kids won't move out the house because they need me they don't got they can't make no money they can't do without me i think sometimes we lean too much on that need or we we she ain't going nowhere she can't do nothing without me so so you haven't you haven't gone through teenage years yet so i'll put make it synonymous with kids growing up you you brought that up byron probably can attest to this once your child gets to the point where they don't need you anymore it it feels a little different uh and and that right there is that need that i'm talking about it's not necessarily that they can't do it themselves i'm not saying i don't want the woman to be able to do it herself or muddle through it or push through it or survive through it but if there's no place for me to be able to bring my strengths into that relationship and fill some gaps and that's the need that i'm talking about not necessarily that she can't do it by herself it's that like you said i make her her life easier i want to feel needed i want to feel like there's a place for me in the relationship is it still a need or is it the appreciation of what you bring? So the thing about it is, 
Haley at 15 says she doesn't need you, but she does need you. Like she can't survive without you. Now she might not appreciate the the food you put on the table and the work that you do to provide for her the same way that a woman might not do it, you know, appreciate it, the things you bring to the table, but Haley didn't need Haley needed you at 15. Jasmine needs Byron. Our kids until they can survive on their own, they're still a dependent for a reason. You know, there's it, 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 but it's, it's not it's not the for me it wasn't the appreciation. It was literally the whole like she she needed me to the, the, like the kids have grown up to the point where they don't need me to pick their clothes out anymore and that kind of just yeah, tricks but, inside of you like oh yeah, they don't need they don't they, need they me need, anymore like, they need you know? less they're less dependent on you yeah but they still, they still need they, you they still need you they yeah. still the, the yeah. kids still need you you know um kid ollie it, take three people well three situation can ollie and sophie survive without you no hmm. could Haley survive without you yes but yeah. life would be a lot tougher she might have appreciated she might have appreciated that 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 third tire that fourth tire you bought for her, like maybe in the moment but then she's gonna ask for something else but at the same time could what could any of our wives survive without us like if they just, life would just be tougher they would have had to figure it out, but they could they could do it. And the thing about it is, you want to, and I'm 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 learning this as I get older. People don't appreciate things with the same energy that you do things, so they appreciate things less. And I think a lot of times it's her not understanding that you know, babe. There's women out here that got to change their own tire. You'll never have to worry about changing a tire. You never have to worry about these things because I got you. Like the, my wife, as long as we're together, we never have to worry about certain things. But if we were apart, she still get those things done. Yeah, but for, yeah. for for me, and that's that goes back to you know I always talk about I don't do things for other people and for that I don't care if she appreciates it or not. I I want to feel like there's something that I need to be given to her because I enjoy doing that yeah. for her. And so that's the thing. It's like I need to feel needed. I that for me that's a big deal to feel needed so it's not necessarily that she appreciates it or not it's that I need to know that I got a place where I am filling some gaps for you if I feel like you are and you know I always talk about that whole independent thing If if I feel like you're so independent that there's nothing for me to fill in for you if if I don't feel like we're compatible at that point if there's nothing that because if and it's the same way if if you're not bringing anything to fill any of my gaps if i don't need you in my life then i'm gonna lose interest probably right it's like i need you to be able to fill in what i need and then i need i need to be able to fill in what you need i'm still looking for an example of what she needs you for I mean, like like I said, it, it just depends on the woman, right? There there are women that aren't as financially savvy as me, right? So that might be something she she needs advice with or whatever. There may be women that aren't, you know, Does she as, need that as, advice. Well, it, it's I feel needed in that situation. I can help her out in that, right? And she can receive that. So it's it's that's the needed part. It's like she acknowledges that, hey, 
I'm not good with my finances. I, I, you know, this is something that you can help me with or, you know, Hey, I'm having these issues at work or whatever. I got HR problems and I want to talk somebody through it or whatever. Boom. I need you or, or mentoring on, on that. Right. And, and I want to advance in my career and, and you can help me with that. So there, there's, there's stuff that can happen in a relationship that she comes to me. And it's like, I need these things because I know you're strong in them. And I'm not as strong in it. And it, it it's, can be different for every woman. So I'm not saying there's no blanket answer where like, oh, here's the thing that she needs. But I, I there, there has to be something that I'm like, okay, I'm, I feel like I'm pouring into you and I'm helping you out with something. That's the only need that I'm talking about. <clears throat> so I had a lot of time to think what you guys were answering. I think I'm gonna go with this. Um, I think at first I want her to want me, but eventually need me. And like we talked about in the previous question, like want is something that can be quite fleeting. Like I wanted that M4 and then eventually I was like, eh, okay. But overall, I always need a car. So when I say I want a woman to need me, I don't necessarily mean like, like, yeah, she'll always be able to function without me. She'll be able to feed herself, pay her own bills, things like that. But we are each unique beings. And my hope is that I become one of those few people or only people in her eyes that can make her feel safe, secure, that that gets her, that that motivates her like nobody else has ever had, like that that can make her laugh, make her happy, things like that. And to some people, those aren't necessarily needs because you can live without that, but I call that existing. When you live life, life is hard enough as it is. So if you have someone that can make it a little easier and and push you to do things that you by yourself probably wouldn't attempt it or believe in yourself to do things like that. That's what I want to be needed for. And my hope is that I become that type of need for her to where, yeah, she can, she can find somebody else that looks better or, or whatever, or even provides better. But does he get her? Does he understand her? Does he, does he, uh, you know, does he know when to listen versus try to give advice or try to solve a problem? Sometimes women just want to vent. They don't want you to try to solve it. Like, does he understand the different nuances within her? Not every, not everybody can do that. And so I think overall, I'd rather be needed than wanted because wanted is bleeding. You articulated so much better than me, but yes, and this is almost leading to the question I thought I was going to ask, but I don't know. Um, because semantics, you know, like the word need is so, yeah, you know, depends yeah, yeah. on how you use it. Because right. at some people, and I'm sure there's some women out there that'll be that will be offended by the fact that we're saying that you need they need us, we yeah you know and i think that's what i'm thinking and i agree with you like i want you that's why i was saying appreciate those things that i bring to you that now you that safety that you never knew that you could exist like you get that from me those conversations that love like i want you to want those things like i man like almost like it's almost together it's like i want you to need those things like yeah. does that make sense like mm-hmm. yeah you can survive without that but like man my life would not be complete without that safety that you bring yeah. that laughter that joy I could still be me I could still make it you know I could be independent I can be whatever you want to call it but now that I know those things exist 
and they exist within you or from you. That's why I was saying to appreciate. Like, I think there's things that sometimes you don't know. I would say this. When I met Z, uh, there was a, a list of things that I wanted in a woman. She wasn't checking those boxes. And damn, I'm about to contradict myself. Because those she had things I didn't even know I needed. Mm. You know? But it was... Could I have been me without could I have survived without those things? Yeah, but it made me a better me. The things that I need that she brought to the table made me a better person. And I guess that's why I said I want like I want her to want those things. I don't want her to ever take those things for granted or a person to take those things for granted. Like appreciate like the 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 wise sage that Rosie brings when it comes to finance, where she you know like I will never have to worry about our financial situation. I know that this man will always protect my heart and my mind and my spirit, even beyond his self. You know, like that's what I want. And I want her to continue to want those things because I'm sometimes need you 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 take your needs for granted sometimes at the same time. You know, like you just you know you you were talking about the kids they start when I was going like they stop appreciating things that you bring to the table because it's like my kids literally think I wake up and my day revolves around them you know that's all that happens you know I'm like you know mommy and daddy have a life outside of you really yes little nigga mm-hmm. like you're seven there's a whole 35 years before you were born so that's a really good question buff I, I like that in now I don't even know what my answer is anymore. <laughs> I want you, I want you to need, I want you to want to need me. Oh man, that's a good one. It's a really interesting questions today, fellas. But I think I'm a cop out because we had a really interesting conversation. Not conversation. It's a, po- a question posed, Byron, that you had about top videos, favorite ah, videos of all time, yeah. and. It took me down a path. So I posted five and I wanted to see what you guys thought on your call, your top three, four, whatever, three to five and why. Yeah, because it comes down to what are you looking for in a yeah. good video? Um, so for me, so are you asking like, why did we choose the three or five that we chose? Yes, yes. Well, so, let the listeners so, know what you choo- chose because. So, my it, first off, it's hard as hell to even narrow it down to five. But if memory serves me correctly, I went with uh, Bust In, Janet, uh, What You Gonna Do. Okay. I went with uh, Michael Jackson, Remember the Time. I went with Biggie, One More Chance. I went with T.I., What You Know. And I went with Rick Ross, Aston Martin music. Okay, let's start. Um, so start. Let's start with Bustin. Is it is that a, any particular order or? No, no particular order. So let's start with Bustin Janet. It's the song. First off, the song has to be good. It can't be a trash song. I don't care how good the video is. If I don't want to hear the song, I'm not gonna watch the video. So all five of those, I like those songs. But with Bustin Janet, it was the visual for me, like just how they put that together and. It was just it was just dope how they did. It's like it's not a bunch of um, I guess you call it location changes. They're pretty much in if I remember the video correctly, pretty much in one spot with the mm-hmm. the liquidy floor background and shit. But it was dope, man. It was just dope how they executed it. One more chance with Biggie. Just all the cameos and stuff, man. The the song. First off, I always say because most people 
know me consider me a Pac fan and they automatically think I don't like Biggie. And that's not true. I just think Pac was better. But I think One More Chance by Biggie is a top 10 hip hop song of all time. That's how much I like that song. But with the video, it just was dope to see everybody just at a house party, kicking it and just all the cameos just fit. Um, and it was it was just cool. It, it was it was it was real cool. Um, Michael Jackson remember the time. Speaking of cameos, I mean, I don't I don't really think I need to explain. It's Michael Jackson. So damn near every video I saw. Some people, all of their videos were Michael Jackson videos because of how dope his videos were. But just to see him portray uh, Egyptian ancient Egypt uh, accurately, like he did with with black people. Uh, it, it was just a cool, cool video. Um, Aston Martin music, for y'all know I love visiting Miami. And for me, it's something about that song. It just reminds me of the euphoria I get when I'm riding from the airport to Miami Beach. And I always say, like, I, I think the sky is just bluer in Miami for some reason. <laughs> like, everywhere else, it's just more blue when you get to Miami. And the sun is just out more. But that song just reminds me of that euphoria I get when leaving the airport and heading to Miami. And what was the fifth song I said? Uh, oh, T.I., What You Know. That's probably my number one favorite song to like work out to as far as like, especially running on a treadmill or just lifting or whatever. Uh, it's, I don't listen to it all the time, but if I had to pick that favorite song I like to work out to, it's just something about the cadence, the beat and everything with that video and I enjoyed the movie that's tied into it and they show scenes from the movie during the video and you got Mike Epps at the beginning and it's just it's a cool video okay there's okay. so many others I could have chosen <laughs> yeah, like, it, is, yeah. it is it yeah, is that's, yeah. I'm gonna just stick with that Rizzi, so, what you got for us um Mine's a little different. I had a couple on there. One more chance, hands down. I'm with you on that one. Uh, that that's got to be on the list. Um, I put Tip Drill on the uh, list. Uh, <laughs> okay. Everybody laughed. Of laugh. course she did. Of course she did. <laughs> but but just Savage. like you're, you're talking about the nostalgia of it all, yeah. of, of it staying up, watching uncut, like seeing it, like oh my god, Yo, if, we, mind if, we, if we have any young listeners, because I don't even think you can watch Tip Drill anymore. It, like it's not even on YouTube, is it? Yeah, yeah, you can watch it. It, it comes on. It, you, yeah, it's on YouTube. Okay, so right. yeah, you can watch he said, it. Come on, like you can just turn on at eight thirty tip drill show. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it, it'll it'll play. Um, but uh, for Michael Jackson, the, uh, I, I pick I pick Smooth Criminal. Ooh, Smooth Criminal. Smooth Criminal. Cool. When they did the the lean, the and lean they had nigga, the, that, that changed that changed what I knew about gravity, <laughs> physics, everything. So um, that video, and uh, you know, all of Michael Jackson's videos were semi movies, right? They were they were shorts when you really kind of think about it. They were about fifteen minutes long. They were full on like semi shorts. So, uh, but Smooth Criminal was my favorite out of that uh, out of his pack. Um, and then I had uh, G Thing. So, ain't nobody G thing, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, like watching the the low riders, like bouncing on the hydraulics, and like the little boy just like like you know like um throws his hand up at, at, at the right time. It's like all of that, man. Nothing was funnier than when old girl walked by and <laughs> little buddy just turned back and looked at her with all the rest of the the homies. And if you look back, if you look at her now, like she probably like she about seventeen, like. She, 
she wasn't she was she wasn't BBL'd or anything like that. She. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but back then, that, that natural beauty like that, man. Like yeah, even yeah. I, I'm watching Tip Drill as an older like. <laughs> the, the, well, I watched the, last the, week. The bodies, uh, the bodies on Tip Drill weren't like video vixen girls today. Like they were kind of normal looking chicks that you would think of today. Uh, and so that I mean that. I, I like that one, but th- those were the ones that really kind of caught my mind. Well, is that five? I thought it was like three or four. That Tip was four. Three. Uh, yeah. Um, and I think this this will go to. I for some reason, Candy Girl, that video for me just new like new edition. Yeah, like th- that video did it for me for some reason. I don't know. It's it's just. Maybe it was like you said, the song had to be good, and it's a song and the nostalgia of it all, or whatever. But Candy Girl video really kind of, you know, sitting on the steps and really kind of all of it, man. It was, yeah, that video just kind of stood out. So, Ryze, I usually don't flow with your list. I don't know why, <laughs> but I flow with your list today, um, more similar to mine than Byron's was. But y'all both had good lists, and I like every time I heard a song, I'm like yeah, I, I see why that's on there. I see why that's on there. So mine is all about nostalgia and kind of me nostalgia and envisioning my myself in that video in that time in my life where I thought my life was going to be like. So we'll start off. Rise, you already said one. This is what this is the first video that came to my head. And it was what buff? I want to change one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to take T.I. off. I got to put Outkast and UGK international players after on there. Sorry. I, I thought you would say I'm okay. surprised you didn't say that. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, that's right. my first one was G thing because mm-hmm. I just remember circa 1992, moving back to Mobile, uh, top eight at eight. You know, like <laughs> I'm getting to bed and that that song's on. And when I saw the video, I just remember. I just thought, I don't know why, but that's what my life was going to be like when I grew up. Like I thought I was going to be in those. Uh, in in the low rider, and I'm gonna be in those parties where everybody just hit, you know, like like that. that like I, I couldn't wait to be grown to experience that part of life because, you know, when you're young, you just, you're just waiting to be grown. Like you're waiting to like, man, these little middle school dances ain't. But when we when I get you know, eighteen, nineteen, and we sitting there drinking some Saint Ives or some like that's what life's gonna be like. You know, that's what I thought was gonna be, and it introduced me to the West Coast. It did. And so that was number one, no particular order. So that's just the first one that popped in my head and I was debating. And then, uh, like Rise, I thought about new edition. If it isn't love, that's when they do the dance scenes and the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the warehouse. <laughs> like, I thought that video was so cool. Like, I'm like, man, these dudes, like their whole video is just them practicing. Then this video is so dope. It, you're like, you caught it was a behind the scenes look at New Edition getting ready for a show, and that's when I thought I wanted to be in a boy band anyway. So, and these were the coolest dudes in the world, and that was just it. It was just them having fun with their homeboys because you know you and your homeboys started a boy band. You tour in America, you tour in the world. You got all these chicks. I wanted that life, and that's that video might have came out of. 87 88 mm-hmm. I don't know 
And so I just thought that was this was for all the rap and stuff. And so growing up in the R&B world at that time, couldn't beat it. Number four was um, number three, Janet Jackson. That's the way love goes. Well, I ain't never looked at Janet the same since that video. That's the one with J Lo and then just the, the whole La Coola. It took the, you that long? <laughs> it took you that long to look at Janet? No, but I know, no, but like that video, it was, I always thought she was attractive. So, no, Janet got me at uh, Control. Let's Wait a While and What Have You Done for Me Lately. Mm-hmm. I've had a crush on Janet since got the, the early 80s. But she was always the girl next door. But when she got that, let's, uh, that's the way love goes. And it was that cool, little quirky. She's hanging with this multi multicultural group. They're like real laid back, uh, bohemian. You know, that's just, that was when I realized I probably wasn't going to be a thug. Um, I could see myself kicking with that. That's that Kyle Barker, you know, my alter ego would have hung out with them. <laughs> He would have been on the steps snapping and doing that stuff like dance. Like I could see myself in that vibe, that cool, just held that in late nineties, you know, with the alt necklaces, like that, that cool, just, and that, that song just vibed, you know, and Janet was just stunning. And she just, she was sexual, but classy, still kind of flirtatious. And it wasn't overtly sexy. And you, I just appreciated that with her. The, the fourth one, was B.O.B. Bombs Over Baghdad. Mm. That video yeah. changed the Andre way first, man. Oh I looked at Atlanta. It t- Atlanta was already on the map. One, two, three, four. The video to have just as much energy as the song. Yeah. Like yeah. this nigga was running. The video. Oh, oh, you yeah. know, like, yeah. And so but I had just got to fam. I was going to fam, you know, and I'm meeting people from Atlanta. And in my w- w- mind, you're seeing Atlanta on this, like the grimy, the ain't too different from what you saw the 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 country southern side of Atlanta. And you didn't know Atlanta had its own culture. Mm-hmm. Like once you learn Atlanta, you like these dudes in Atlanta are a little different. There's a whole Atlanta culture, and they they weren't B.O.B. in, but you saw the the beauty of the South and Atlanta like that. It just put to me, it just, it was polarizing because I think it was a time period, the energy of the song, the energy of the video, uh, Zay, all my homeboys that I was meeting from Atlanta, it just put Atlanta on the map. Um, it was just different, man. I, I, just, I just remember the first time I saw that video and we didn't understand the words. We, you know, you know, uh, we were trying to figure out what they were saying and the, the, the chorus came, but we were just, just feeling it. Five would be, and nobody will feel this, but me, this is America. What do you know? Yeah. As far as one of the greatest, like when you look at that, the way it came out, I don't remember in recent history, people talking about a video like what did that video mean it was so i mean from the, the time the video dropped and him coming out dancing and then all of a sudden shooting a dude in the back of the head it, it caught your attention from the moment the music dropped and the 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 song is dope as hell but it was the the video was it went left and it went right and it went straight it, it was just all over the place and you had to literally watch it multiple times to try to figure out what was going on. Like you be watching like, did somebody just ride a hot horse through the video? 
<laughs> like, it, it was just like random stuff. Like you were just sitting there. Like it, it was so much going on in that video that I'm just, I'm I'm not smart enough to understand what's going on. But you wanted to understand. You wanted to, you know. And it was the perfect timing with everything that was going on with all the police violence and stuff. It was it was almost a a rallying call for the new genera- generation. And uh, so I really appreciate that video. Donald Glover, because when you go back and watch the video and you watch his face and the dances and all the stuff, I think he's one of the most talented artists out there right now uh, or entertainers. I wouldn't call them artists, entertainers, because I mean, he sings, he dances, he raps. He's a hell of an actor. I don't know what else on the entertainment in the entertainment world this guy could do. And you saw it come out in that video, even the facial expressions he was making. You know, it was like when you first saw like this dude is weird, but it was just like him going through all these emotions from laughing to joking to almost crying to looking scared as hell. Like what the hell just happened? So that was super dope. And I'm going to finish with this and I'm not even going to explain it. I think the goat of videos I said five but that is, this doesn't even count it's oh, summertime I see it, I see it. I, I'm, I'm on the post now mm-hmm. it's summertime <laughs> yeah hands down like it, you, you if you hear the music you want to sing you want to turn it up Drums, if you see the video please. like the whole like, once again that whole nostalgia what you wanted the world to be and like we all can relate to to me to this day it's not summer until I hear that song it's true mm-hmm that's true. I have an eight ball and MJG song that I have to listen to every summer too. Candy, but that's up there yeah. too. Yeah. So, man, with that fun. being said, and it was a fun question for you. <laughs> Let's go, dog. Because they all took me down memory lane where I wanted to be and what I thought I could be and what I thought life was going to be like. And you know, you couldn't wait to be old or grown and stuff. And G thing, dog. G thing was. It, it, it didn't make my list, but go check out Trick Daddy's Thug Holiday. Mm-mm. Just go watch it before you argue with me, mm-hmm. people. So mm-hmm. it has a good message. It's a dope video. And All let right. me smack it. Okay. And it's so mm-hmm. cold in the deep. <laughs> it's, it's so cold in the deep. <laughs> that might be the worst song ever. <laughs> that 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 is 10 times worse than Let Me Smang You. <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and close out, fellas. Riza, you got a lot of editing to do. Uh, I, I do, but it's no big deal. Um, only thing I got, man, happy Founders Day to all the January babies out there. Who all is it? It's Deltas, the AKAs, the Alphas. The I, I can't remember them all. We just the January babies. Uh happy fan founders day. It's a bunch of y'all. <laughs> it's J5 we're recording on the Kappa's Founders Day. Yeah, that's right. We are. Woo! Rise used to want to be a Kappa, but let's keep going. No, no, <laughs> never that. I was never fancy enough. So we 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 literally had like contests to see who could be more wrinkled. In high school, I remember that. Yeah, Lorenzo. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Lorenzo won. Uh, Lorenzo, Lorenzo did win that a lot. <laughs> That's terrible. Dude, so lazy. <laughs> Shout out, Big Lorenzo. <laughs> That's all you got, right? That's all I got, man. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, okay. So two quick things. We talked about shows you can watch earlier in the show. Uh, Deion Sanders has been the topic of a lot lately. Uh, Coach Prime is on Amazon Prime if you want to check that out. Uh, 
gives you some good behind the scenes looks on everything that was going on. Um, and also, Rozzy's question last week was about New Year's resolutions. And I just want to just touch on that again. If you have, if you made New Year's resolutions and you already feel like you're falling off a little bit or already backsliding, don't give up. You know, that's that's what most people usually do. Be different from most people. Keep at it. Even if you missed a day at a gym or you cheated on that diet that you wanted to start or you didn't save, you already didn't save like you should should have. Just hit the reset button and keep at it. Don't give up um, and you'll be proud of yourself come the end of the year. So I just want to try to motivate those that feel like they may already be falling off on their resolutions. Well, since we brought up Dion and I already, we already Riser brought up the Kappas and Alphas, I might as well do this and you'll never hear me do it again. Shout out to Bethune Cookman, uh, better known as BCC, <laughs> uh, for acquiring coach Ed Reed as their new head football coach. I think that's pretty cool. It ain't going to do y'all no good because we about to still uh, get in that. But hey. Good job of getting a, a a prestigious coach who can who's well known that can attract and bring some positivity, uh, more positivity to uh, black college football. So, shout out to BCC. Outside of that, Happy New Year again. I don't know if we said it enough. Happy New Year to all our listeners. I hope everybody had a great holiday season. I hope uh, Black Santa brought you everything that you needed. Uh, Happy Kwanzaa, uh, Umoju, and uh, uh, all that stuff. Uh, Ani, you know, we got to get you on doing Kwanzaa one day. (laughs) And uh, just welcome back. Thank you for sticking with us. It's been a long, rough year. Hopefully 2023 is better for you, me, and everybody. So... With that being said, uh, oh, yes, time out. Shout out to Inspire You on Air. I'm so excited with these guys. We will be at the Sneaker Ball February 17th celebrating with these guys. And uh, we're kicking off season five. So five is a good year for us. I can't believe we've been doing this this long. I don't even know what episode we're on. We're on episode a lot. That's what I'll call it. (laughs) I don't know. What, what would, 165. 165. 165 episodes. That's a lot of episodes, people. And uh, I'm glad we're still doing it. So thank you for listening to us. Thank you for supporting us. Six Rules of Podcast. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment, and most importantly, listen again. Talk to you next week.